Hey everybody, welcome to Holy Half Hour. It's me, Kieran, and Michael is also here. Hi, Michael. Hello, I'm also here. Yes, you are. How does it feel? Feels good to be also here. Yeah, I'm um, really enjoying the feeling of here and the fact that you're here good. also. Yeah, it's it's yes. good times. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm there and you're here. With. That, well, no, that's, yeah, con- that's I'm getting confused. That's true, yeah, I am here and you are there. <laughs> I am a key and you are a ye. Yes. Yeah. I don't have enough uh, theological qualifications to sort this out. <laughs> it's where we exist in relation to one another. It's lovely to have you all here with us today, listeners. Uh, we are very pleased to be back. And it is a very important time in the history of the world. <laughs> <laughs> all because of this episode of Holy Half Hour. <laughs> all because of this episode of Holy Half Hour. But the uh, England has just gone back into lockdown, second lockdown as we record this, which is obviously not a good thing that has to happen, but it is a significant thing. So this is just to give you a little bit of context as to when we're recording this, in case we say something related to current events, just so mm-hmm. that you know where we're coming from. And we are also maybe only a matter of hours, but possibly days or weeks from finding (laughs) out who the president of the United States is going to be. Votes have mostly been cast, but they're still counting them. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole controversy brewing about the counting of them. So, uh, So yeah, we're still waiting for an answer on that. But it's all very scary slash exciting. Yeah, that's right. We're recording a couple episodes at the same time. So episode 10, this episode is recorded at the same time as last week's episode. So if you're a wee bit like, uh, why aren't these guys talking about all the important stuff that's happening? For two reasons. Number one, because we're your light entertainment relief in in times of trouble. And also because this is recorded beforehand. So bear with us. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We cook them in batches, ladies and gentlemen, with this show. Absolutely. That's how that's how we do it. So, shall we get into it? Ooh, do let's. Okay, Kieran, as you know, I'm trying to move away a wee bit from the binary correct wrong quizzes to give you a wee bit more to chew on, a wee bit more to think about. So this quiz has different scores depending on the difficulty you choose for the questions. Mm-hmm. So it's all about Bible knowledge. I've got some easy verses, some medium verses, and some hard verses. You're going to choose which one you want. I'm going to read you a verse from the Bible. And if it's easy, you'll get one point for knowing which testament in the Bible it is, new or old. You'll get one point for knowing which book of the Bible it's in. And you'll get one point for knowing the chapter and verse. However, if you don't know those things, you will get minus a point. Oh. And for medium? We've never had. Yeah, sorry. We've never had minus points. Yes. This is scary. Scary quiz. If it's medium, you will be able to win two points or lose Mm. two points for each of those. And if it's hard, three points. So say, for example, you chose an easy question and you knew the testament and you knew the book, but you didn't know the reference. Then you would get one point for the New Testament, one point mm. for the book, but you would lose a point for not knowing the reference. So you would end up I with one see. point. 
Mm. Say, for example, you chose a hard one and you knew the Testament, you'd get three points. But you didn't know the book or the reference, you'd get minus six points. So you'd actually lose three points. Hope that makes sense. I'll be keeping score as we go along. But the only task you have, Kieran, and the thing that you need to do to hear this bell is to end five questions with a positive score. Okay? So you need five questions and you need a positive score. And you get to choose whether it's easy, medium, or hard as you go. So you could be a a big wimp and go for five easy questions. (laughs) Or you could mix it up a little bit. Is zero a positive score? Zero is a positive score, yes. Nice. (laughs) Aiming for that. (laughs) So... Hopefully that makes sense, Kieran. I'm going to read you a verse. You've got to give me the reference. You get points for the Testament, the book, and the reference. So, would you like an easy, a medium, or a hard to begin with, Kieran? I think I'm going to start with an easy. Okay, okay. That's fair. Yeah. Here Mm -hmm. is your first easy. Okay. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever (laughs) believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Now, Kieran, do you think this is the New or Old Testament? <laughs> I think it's the New Testament, Michael. Correct. Do you have any? I feel embarrassed now book? that I. I feel embarrassed that I picked easy now. I believe it's John. Correct. And do you know the chapter and verse, Kieran? Three sixteen. Well done, ding. Hey. <laughs> so you get three points. So you're. I'm gonna just write down that you are three points on the board. And you can decide whether you want an easy, a medium, or a hard for your second question. Well, let's... Uh, let's. Uh, how many questions are there? Five. You have to choose five. Okay. Right. I'm going to ramp up a bit now, and we'll go, we'll go for a medium. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll turn up the heat gradually. I like and it. And see what happens. I like it. Okay. Well, here is your medium verse. Uh-huh. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Now, do you think this is Old or New Testament? It's New Testament. Mm-hmm. Do you have a guess at the book? Galatians? Cool. And do you have a guess at the chapter and verse? That's tricky. You don't have to guess this. I... Okay. But if you want to, you can. Mm. I have to get chapter and verse right for the points. I'm afraid so, yeah. Uh, okay. Mm, There's the only way to do yeah. it, because if I made chapter and verse separate, you'd yeah. actually lose on average more points than you'd gain. I see, okay. You've thought of everything. Mm. Uh, I See, I think I know the chapter, but I don't know the verse. Okay, well, maybe I'll give you a half point for the chapter. Okay. <laughs> chapter two? Okay. And you're going to guess the verse? Five. It is the New Testament. It is Galatians. Well yeah. done. It's Galatians 5, verse 1. So you ah. get two points for your testament, two points for Galatians, but you lose two for not knowing the reference. So that's two on average, which brings you up to a score of five points. So well done. The five was the five was in my head, but I couldn't remember if it was the chapter or the verse. Mm, yeah. Galatians uh, 5, yeah. verse 1. It's a shame. I found this quiz quite difficult to put together because these are mm, all mm. verses that I've memorized. Um, so I do, it's very hard for me to know if they're famous or not, you know, at this point. Right. Okay. Okay. So yeah. would you like an easy, a medium or a hard? 
well, I think we have to go with a hard now. Oof. And then de- depending on how that goes, <laughs> easy, easy, easy for the rest of the quiz. Yeah, fair, fair. Would you, would you, would you have been uh, annoyed with me if I just picked easy all the way through? I would have been slightly disappointed. Because, <laughs> <laughs> of course, I had to do five of each category just in case. Um, yeah, so yeah. I've actually got 15 here. Um, but anyway. Wow. Let's wow. give you uh, this hard one. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Now, you should be able to get whether it's Old or New Testament. Yes, it is New Testament. Cool. Now, do you have a guess at the book? Yes, I'm pretty sure it's Philippians. Okay. And do you have a guess at the chapter and verse? The chapter, yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... Three, all right, but but the verse. See, I, f- I feel like this is the I really I'm, I really like Philippians three fourteen I believe, which is about pressing on towards the goal. Mm-hmm. You know that whole section, and I think this is the lead up to that. Okay, but I might be misremembering. So it's before verse fourteen. So you're gonna guess like so? Is is it a couple of verses or is it just one? It's is, one there a, is it a verse range? It's, a, one, it's one. Uh Let's say it's verse 11. <laughs> All right. Well, let's find out. You are correct. It is New Testament. It's actually in Acts, Kieran. It's no way. Acts chapter 20, verse 24. Oh, man. Yeah. So I'm wow. afraid that means you get three for the New the Testament, mm. you get minus three for the book, and you get minus yeah. three. So it's actually costs you three points. Yeah, yeah. So it's you're down to totally, two. It totally sounded like, uh, yeah, the the bit in Philippians I'm thinking of. It really does. This is a w- hard well played. Quiz. <laughs> well played. So you got two more it, it, here. So, is is that is that Paul speaking then towards the end of Acts? Is that mm. like in his farewell speech or something? That's a very good question, Kieran. Because it has a very New Testament lettery kind of vibe to it. It really does, doesn't it? In the sense that it sounds like something he he wrote. That's a very good question, Kieran. And you are right. It is Paul, which is probably mm. why it made you think it was <laughs> Philippians. It's very Pauline in style, isn't it? And that's partly why it was in the hard category, because I knew it would be very, very tricky. Yeah. Well, well played, sir. Well played. Well, uh, you're still doing well. You've got two points um, and you've got Ooh. only two more questions to survive. <laughs> so okay. um, would okay. you like an easy, a medium or a hard, Kieran? Well, I feel it's uh, m- more fun probably for the audience if we stay sort of in the orange and red. <laughs> uh, but I, I, wouldn't, I'm gonna I, go I for... would say I wouldn't begrudge you doing one more easy to give you a bit of a buffer okay. to go into a medium in the end. Mm. Well, do you know, Michael, uh, I feel like in these in these times in this crazy world in which we live mm. sometimes you've just gotta take risks you know <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna lock in now uh-huh. that i'm gonna do a medium and then finish with a hard wow wow yeah wow Kieran. and we'll see Whew. it may be very embarrassing but we'll see that's we'll Im- see what happens that is impressive dedication because you are being dedicated <laughs> i'm going to choose what, in my opinion, is on the slightly less difficult side of the mediums. So, okay, okay, here we go. 
but it's very hard for me to tell because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anymore how famous <laughs> these are. Or not. So, um, right, right. He has shown you, O mortal, what is good and what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. <sighs> yeah, yeah. What do you good. think, Kieran? It's a good one. Old or New Testament? It's Old Testament. Yeah. And it's Micah, it's Micah 6, 8. Oh, Kieran, clean sweep. <laughs> it is Micah 6, 8. Well which is done. a which fantastic, you get, fantastic you get verse. Two points for the, for the Testament, two points for the book, and two points for the reference, which takes you, gives you six extra points and takes you up to eight points for the round so far. So, Kieran, cool. it's all to play for because, let me just say, if you go for a hard question now, which you've already locked in, you can mm-hmm. lose up to nine points. You have eight points. I could, I could lose more than everything. Exactly. <laughs> However, I could go in, go in, sir. If you only get the testament, then you will finish with a positive score. So all you need is the right, right testament here. Okay. Of the hard question. Okay. Right. So right. Well, I I feel. Uh, somewhat confident that I can do that, All right. perhaps unwisely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, here is your final question, Kieran. And the verse right. is this. The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. Hmm. What do you think? Old uh, it's Testament. Old, it's Old Testament, unless this is some sort of uh, elaborate trap. <laughs> okay. uh, you Any... found a bit, a bit in the New Testament <laughs> that sounds very like the Old Testament <laughs> to try and trick me. Which is uh, some, something that you uh, is, is within it's within your capabilities. <laughs> I would never do something so devious to you, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a clever man. You're a clever man. It's easy to seem so clever when you're the one setting the question. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'm 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 pretty confident that's old testament cool any idea about the book any guesses on the book yeah it, it, it was the the rejoice over you with singing that was in there yeah mm-hmm. that's which probably makes the me most think, famous part of the first yeah yeah which makes me think it's isaiah mm. but it also maybe jeremiah mm. i think it's you... a major prophet Patting myself on the head for some reason <laughs> helps me think, ladies and gentlemen. And if you were to try to guess a verse, uh, this is a single verse, a chapter and verse, what would you go for? So are you going for Isaiah or Jeremiah? Sorry. I think I'm going to go with Isaiah. Mm-hmm. And a chapter and verse? or is that I just... think the chapter is in the 40s. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go with 40. Cool. And I have no idea about the verse. So let's say five. <laughs> Love it. Well, Kieran, drum roll, please. All you need is a testament. This verse is in the Old Testament. Yay. Yes. Oh. You're right that it is a prophet. It's actually Zephaniah 317. Ah, okay. Very okay. challenging verse, but mm. is somewhat known. Um, but that means mm, yes. you get three points for the testament, minus three for the book, minus three for the reference, but that means you're minus six overall, 
taken away from your eight gives you two points, which means yes. you are victorious. Well done. Yes. That was a <laughs> Thanks, very man. tricky quiz. So excellent. Ah, uh, that was good. That was good. I like that. I like that. Very well done, Kieran. Ooh, unlikely worship songs. Unlikely. Well, Michael, it's time for our unlikely worship song. This is part two of a two-part special. Because <laughs> last week, you, I asked you to listen to a couple of uh ideas for intro songs yep. for our bible facts section but i sort of pitched this as being a hey these are kind of like all purpose songs about how it's good to learn things about the bible <laughs> that maybe you can use in your local church or that sort of thing absolutely you know hey, we decided that might, we're no longer might... calling it a sermon or a preach we're just calling it bible facts just bible facts yep. yeah yeah because what is a sermon after all? But a string of facts about the Bible. Yeah, a string of dry facts that someone stands yes. up and reads off, off yeah. a list. Some some statistical information. This book has this many pages. <laughs> Don't knock it. That's our podcast. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Is that our top three this week? Yeah. N- numbers of pages per book in the Bible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've got two more songs. We did two last week, listeners, as you'll remember, and we've got two more. And the idea is we eliminated one last week. We're going to eliminate one this week, and then we're going to choose also this week a finalist. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited, Kieran, because I don't know how it could, how these could be any better. I don't know how these could mm. possibly be any better than the last ones last week. I mean, they were incredible. And the stakes are high, Michael, because the song that you choose will be played before the Bible facts section on every episode for the rest of the show. The it will also be played at, at my wedding <laughs> and and my funeral. You heard it here. So folks. you need you, you need to choose very carefully. You heard in it the, here. in the in the very long compilation of ridiculous songs that will be played at my funeral, <laughs> I've decided uh, this this will be in there. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play them to clear the room at the end. <laughs> so so here's here's two more for you michael uh, these are bible facts songs and i'd like you to pick pick a winner all right well here's the first one which is number three of the ones you've written here we go bible facts coming at you with some bible facts michael and kiaran with some bible facts Coming at ya with some Bible facts. Michael and Kiaran with some Bible facts. <laughs> oh gosh, that's that's very good. I especially like that it says Kiaran um, <laughs> instead of Kieran. Um, that's really good. To- yeah, it took a spent a bit of time figuring out how to mangle my name in the most effective way. <laughs> And does it does it does the uh, does the actor you paid to pronounce those like a robot say coming at with coming at you with some? Is that what is that what that's? Yes, that is the line. Nice, nice. I like it. <laughs> it was good. It was really strong, and it was also like um, a good length for an introduction mm. uh, to to, yeah, a, well, to a segment. It's maybe in that sense the only thing I've played to you that qualifies as like a jingle. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so that's a, that's a strong contender. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shall I listen to the next one, Kieran? Yes, you have a listen and see what it's up against. And uh, yeah, I'd love to know your opinion on this one also. All right. Here's the fourth and potentially final jingle. Date, early 21st century. Location, Earth. Two human males began a project to catalogue 66 fun facts, one for each book of the Bible. If they are allowed to proceed uninhibited, interest in the holy book could increase by over 116%. What are their names? Michael and Kieran. Bring them to me alive. Find you, Michael and Kieran, you and your Bible facts. <laughs> Do you think that one's too long? Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. That was so good, but also so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> It's like um, it, it's it just. I want to watch that show. I want to watch that that mini series <laughs> of um, of Michael and Kieran trying to uh, to catalog Bible facts whilst uh, some clearly uh, dictator or monster or alien or something um, tries to stop them. That's incredible. Well, I, I want to know who these aliens are that yeah. are out to get us. Yeah, I want to know more. You know. I want to read the next page. Um, <laughs> What can I say? Um, that's so good, but I think it's too good. <laughs> it's too epic. It's too yeah. It's too. It's too. It's, the scale is is beyond the capacity, I believe, for us to put it out every week. You know, it's just too much. It's so. It's certainly yeah. It's broad in its scope. Mm -hmm. It has. Mm. Uh, you know, I was going for kind of a more cinematic vibe there. Mm. It's, it's excellent. You know? Also, if you've ever wondered listeners what every choir sample from garage band <laughs> stacked together sounds like that's it now you know <laughs> that's yeah. what you do when you want uh, i've been in the biz for a long time folks and when you want epic you just get every vocal sample and play them all at once <laughs> and layer them like 20 deep that's showbiz absolutely well kieran i mean the first one we played this week, I think, has to be the finalist simply because that other one's just too, too epic. These are the two finalists of Kieran's incredible Bible Facts jingles. Ah, yes. Here we go. Timothy, my dear boy, turn up the bass. After all, a little bass is good for your stomach. <laughs> Bible Facts, blowing up your brain with these actual factual, mildly intellectual Bible facts every book covered with a crazy fun fact for you Bible facts 66 books, we're not counting the apocrypha Bible facts Bible facts 
undeniable fact. Bible facts. It's a strong contender, you know. It's a strong contender. <laughs> you know, I think we can jingleize it if we take. Uh, although the the introduction is very strong, you know, we, we can yes. uh, we can lose some at the start and jingleize it. I I agree. I think that we could trim it a bit and mm. make it more useful. <laughs> like a lot of like like everything I've ever produced for this show. <laughs> We could cut it in half and increase its value. Don't worry. It's uh, true of everything I've done as well. Okay, it's between that and this. Let's hear that other one. Bible facts. Coming at ya with some Bible facts. Michael and Kiaran. With some Bible facts. Coming at ya with some Bible facts. Michael and Kiaran with some Bible facts. Nice, nice. It's very strong. It's very strong. Uh, it's a difficult decision. And you know, mm. I think I'm going to have to be pragmatic and say it would be wrong to rob the listeners of either one of those jingles. <laughs> um, and you know, there's nothing to say that we have to have the same jingle every week here. And I mean, we don't do that now. So. I'm going to give a joint gold medal. I'm going to put the gold medal around both of their necks and say that uh, these jingles, one with a little bit of adjustment, I think we just have to use them both, Kieran, because, I mean, your work is just excellent. Oh, mate. So. Oh, well, I'm touched. Thank you. So, yeah, thanks Thanks, and, for, thanks for your hard work. And I, I think I probably would have, uh, you know, I probably came to the same conclusion as you that those are probably the two most useful <laughs> ones. But I, I, think, I think my favourite... Is the robot voice one? Yeah, okay. That's my personal favorite yeah. of the four. But uh, but yeah, uh, I'm glad that you picked two. Yeah, I think my 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 favorite is the alien race trying to capture us and stop us from <laughs> collecting Bible facts. But that's really more of a of an introduction to a screenplay. So uh, <laughs> as far as a jingle, those two are, are the strongest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, uh, the uh, being pursued by aliens thing could go into our, uh, you know, uh, Patreon uh, <laughs> sister podcast where we're gonna also gonna do a, se- a whole series about Balaam's donkey <laughs> yeah, and absolutely. his and his adventures. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. At the request of at the request of um, longtime friend of the show Jack, he asked for an entire series on Balaam's donkey. Yep, absolutely. So, and I and I said, you know, I am I am all for you doing that, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> I release you to do all of that yourself. Yeah, I'm released into the ministry of six questions, and you're released into the ministry of serializing Balaam's donkey. <laughs> the top, 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 top three, three, three. Okay, Kieran, are you ready for this week's top three, my friend? I am so ready. I'm getting better at explaining this for people who haven't heard it before. Listeners, if you don't know what a top three is, I have searched for three words in the new international version of the Bible, and Kieran has to rank them from least mentions to most mentions. And this week, the theme is tools in the Bible. Tools Mm. in the Bible, Kieran. So, your tools are hammer, nails, sort of a tool, and shovel. Hammer, nails, and shovel. Okay. Wow. 
I think it's important、hmm. to note that it is nails, not nail. It is ex- it's it's、uh, the exact word that I search for that comes up because I've fiddled with the search algorithm to make it the exact match. So okay.、Hmm. So hammer, nails, shovel. What are you thinking? Well, you know, in previous episode installments of this segment, Michael.、Uh, I've had some sense of where to start. <laughs> I've, I've at least been able to think and identify. This is probably the most common one,、mm. but I have no idea here, <laughs> except to say that I can remember no mentions of a shovel anywhere in the Bible.、Mm. I mean, I, I I think you know hammer and hammer and nails.、Uh, you know, at least one of those comes up. In the crucifixion, at least, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.、Uh, if nowhere else, but they probably do come up other places. I just can't remember what they are. Yeah.、Um, there's a gruesome incident involving a tent peg、mm-hmm. in Judges. Very much. So probably probably a hammer features there.、Uh, so on that basis, I can th- that there are at least. Two mentions of hammer, <laughs> probably <laughs> in the Bible that I'm aware of.、Yeah. There's m- at least one mention of nails, and I can't think of any mentions of shovel. So I'm gonna go hammer most,、mm-hmm. nails second, shovel at the bottom. Okay, and you're happy to lock in that guess, Kieran? I think so. I, I yes. I've got nothing else to go with, <laughs> all right. <laughs> except that sort of hunch. Well, it looks like the the way to get you to make a quick decision is to is to give you one that you're so bemused by that you just <laughs> have to guess straight away. <laughs> we've we've finally cracked the formula after <laughs> six months, nine months, whatever it's been. Absolutely. Well, how to get me to be pithy? <laughs> Let's take a look at what the、uh, what the sound effects department say. <laughs> way. No way! No way! You are correct, sir. Well done. Oh man!、Uh, Shovel is indeed last with one mention. One.、Um, okay. Isaiah thirty twenty four says the oxen and donkeys that work the soil will eat fodder and mash spread out with fork and shovel.、Um, mm. And then there are eight mentions of nails and. Nine mentions of hammer. So, very well Nine done. Of hammer. Okay. Yeah. Okay.、Mm. And、uh, you are also correct, Kieran, to say that Judges four twenty one says, "But Jael, Heber's <laughs> wife, picked up a tent peg and a hammer, and went quietly to him while he lay fast asleep." Dot dot dot. We'll let you read the rest、yes. <laughs> in your own time. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Parental advisory. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> nine mentions of hammer, all in the Old Testament.、Um, mm, so there okay. You go. Okay. Well done. Well done. Bible facts coming at ya with some Bible facts. Michael and Kieran with some Bible facts coming at ya with some Bible facts. Michael and Kieran. With some Bible facts. So, Michael, it's time for our Bible fact for this week,、Exciting、and we、idea. are in 
the book of 2 Samuel. So the fact I have to share with you this week is kind of a small detail, but I think it's quite cool. Uh, And I'm getting this from... mm, Me too. And it's from BibleCharts.org. So thank you to that site. Uh, (laughs) They produce some nice little uh, interesting fact summaries about books of the Bible. So I've relied on them before for this segment. So I'm just uh, name dropping them again uh, to give them the credit. So as you'll be aware, uh, David, King David, is really the central character in 2 Samuel. Mm-hmm. Um, what I found really interesting is that David is actually the halfway point between Abraham and Christ, mm-hmm. which, I, I, which I think means if you trace the kind of genealogy as it's laid out in the Bible, mm-hmm. David is exactly halfway which may, which I don't know necessarily means anything on its own, mm. but I like it as a little sort of uh, statistical, uh, if you like, nugget mm. or as a or as a metaphor for the importance of David, because yeah. um, as as uh, you're aware, Michael, and I'm sure many of our listeners are aware, uh, there's a lot about uh, David as a figure in Scripture uh, where he is sort of. Uh, a stand-in for Christ, or he's analogous to Christ. Mm. And, and knowing that sheds a kind of a, a different light on a lot of the things that David said and did. Um, and I, and I, I want to, even though we're talking about Second Samuel, I want to jump to a psalm because um, David wrote many psalms, mm-hmm. um, many that are, you know, used and referred to frequently uh, in in church. Mm. Um and Psalm 22 is is probably one of the most famous, the one that opens with, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Mm-hmm. I just want to read a, a little bit from this psalm. It's a bit graphic, so content warning, the stuff I'm going to read. Um, but for, I'm going to read from verse 16 onwards, which says, Dogs surround me. A pack of villains encircles me. They pierce my hands and feet. All my bones are on display. People stare and gloat over me. They divide my clothes among them and cast lots for my garment. But you, Lord, do not be far from me. You are my strength. Come quickly to help me. Deliver me from the sword, my precious life from the power of the dogs. Rescue me from the mouth of the lions. Save me from the horns of the wild oxen. I will declare your name to my people. In the assembly, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honor him. Revere him, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not despised or scorned the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from him, but has listened to his cry for help. They're very powerful verses, Mm. and they are, you know, uh, widely accepted as being prophetic in the sense that they, you know, point to Christ and they they point to what Jesus did for us in suffering and, and dying on the cross. Yeah. Um, but I just think it's kind of just mind blowing how that's a thing. <laughs> you know <laughs> that 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 David wrote these words and was pouring out his heart to God. Mm. You know, in in whatever context this was written, um, what he was going through at the time. Um, and David faced a lot of, you know, uh, he had, there were a lot of people, 
who wanted to harm harm David mm. over the course of his life. His life was uh, you know threatened many times over the course of his his kingship. Yeah. So he knew what it was to be somebody who, as it says in verse sixteen, dogs you know dogs surround me, a pack of villains encircles me. Mm. Um, they pierce my hands and feet. All my bones are on display. Now whether whether or not those things specifically happened to David, you know. I think it's incredible that his poetic rendering of that kind of suffering became directly a prophecy about what would happen to Jesus. Yeah. I just think that's an an incredible thing and and just the, the what what we see, you know, in the life of David that points us to to Jesus. Yeah. And 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 what he went through. Yeah, definitely. I think it is is really amazing. And in a kind of silly irreverent way like it amazed you know obviously we know that when jesus was on on the cross and he and he cries out father why my god my god why have you forsaken me he's referencing psalm 22 and and the content of psalm Mm. 22 but imagine Mm. being david and like imagine writing poetry which was so powerful and representative of Mm. what christ would go through that christ quotes you <laughs> like mm. imagine being quoted mm. by jesus and that sounds yeah. silly but that's quite incredible yeah. that, that david wrote words that that christ would you know choose to say this represents my my experience now it's pretty amazing mm. Mm. Um, yeah and it, yeah and, and yeah I, I love the fact that you know at the time david was writing this how, how, how much he understood of of there being a coming messiah i don't mm. know uh that's something i'm not totally clear about from my reading mm. of the old testament is how much the prophets uh, some of the prophets uh, or those who wrote the mm. parts of scripture understood that but in in the context of you know uh, a, a nation of israel that was divided or became divided and and there were you know fights between kings and you know uh in the in the midst of all that mess you know G, uh, god promises uh, a greater king, a better king, mm. you know. It's just such a beautiful thought. And it's also very encouraging, I think, now in a context where, you know, many of us find current politics uh, in the West, and I'm sure further afield as well, to be quite dissatisfying. Mm. <laughs> and we often wonder, especially in a time where there's a global pandemic going on, you know, uh, who's really in charge here? Uh are these guys asleep at the wheel or what, or what's going on? You know, it's, it's, it's so encouraging to be able to think, well, there is a, there is a greater King, you know, uh, God said to his people, are you sure you want a King? But in the in the sense, you know, I, and I, I forget the reference, but it's in first Samuel, isn't it? Where mm. the Lord essentially says, you know, having a King is not going to be as good for you as you think it is. And I think that's still true to this day, that we look to human leaders to rule over us and give us some sense of purpose and direction, and they inevitably fail. But God will not fail, yeah. and King Jesus will will not fail. Yeah, and that is a, a very encouraging thought right now. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I think I have two other things that I think, one is a point, one is a question, Um I think it's really powerful just going back to the idea that Jesus chose a man, a human man's words to describe his suffering kind of makes that 
un, that concept that Jesus experienced all suffering that we experience. Like there's nothing that we can experience as people that Jesus didn't fully experience, and that made him uniquely qualified mm. to die for our sin and to 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 be uh, to you know so that we can know God and also makes him like a uniquely qualified savior, but also a uniquely qualified counselor, a uniquely qualified, um, mm. you know, support for us through our lives, which is uh, amazing. And and we can see that in that fact that he chose a person's words who was suffering at the time to reflect the suffering he was going through to say kind of like, look, I'm suffering as people have suffered. Um, yeah. Which is powerful. But I also do have mm. a question, which is uh, you said that I remember, like the genealogy in Matthew, I remember because uh, I was studying it recently when we were thinking, I was thinking about writing a, uh, a uh, unlikely worship song um, about <laughs> how to remember the genealogy in Matthew. I didn't end up writing it. Um, but actually, I know that there's 14 generations between Abraham and the exile. And then, mm. you know, there's 14 generations between Abraham and David, then 14 generations between David and the exile, and then 14 generations between the exile and Jesus. So actually, I think right. David comes a third of the way through the genealogy of Christ, not oh, half okay. the way through okay. the genealogy right. of Christ. Right. So I think that's, but, mm. but having said that, maybe they've got their halfway through fact because the first generations lived much longer. So maybe it's like in a, in a time scale way. I don't know. Yeah, it's, mm. it's a question. Mm question of uh, i'm not yeah. saying it's wrong but it's a question of mm, i wonder how they how they do their maths there mm, mm, yeah possible uh, uh, you know it's possible that i've misunderstood what they meant um uh yeah i i, I i'll confess i didn't go through and uh generation by generation to check <laughs> so uh but you've done that so that's good uh but, no, but I, ha uh, I haven't done that the genealogy in matthew uh, goes through the genealogy and then the verses yeah. afterwards summarize it as saying that there are 14 generations between. There's 14 generations between. So I didn't write right, right. the actual right. scripture. No, says sure, it, so. sure. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nerdy but there's, here, yeah. but I'm not quite that nerdy. No, <laughs> no, that's fair enough. There, fair enough. But still, some some pleasing symmetry there in oh, the definitely. sort of the 14 generations between and the, you know, yeah, um, and even the way that it's structured in Matthew chapter one for those mm. looking um obviously the verses were put in afterwards but there's a there's a there's a paragraph break where david starts and david like it starts again with david so it really does like headline david's um importance and the parallel there but in, in the messianic kind of narrative it's important for sure there's almost almost kind of a reset mm. on that line exactly you know yeah it's good thank you good facts man Bible facts. Bible facts. Bible facts. Well, folks, that is all we have time for for this week. It just remains for me to say thank you for listening. And we will be back next week with more ludicrous holy half-hour shenanigans. Uh, thank you, Michael, for co-hosting. Pleasure as always. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. More nonsense next week, as always. But if in the meantime you'd like to get in touch with us, you can send us an email. Hello at holyhalfhour.co.uk. And you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and other social medias, although those are the two we use the most, at 
Holy Half Hour. So do message us there or follow us. We'd love to hear from you. And thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.